Sit back and relax with your pals, Geeksters. And welcome to episode 171, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. You weren't going for the seven this time around? I didn't care. <laughs> First last time was just to kind of see if I can do it. I did it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm bored with it. I'm moving on. I'm bored with it. <laughs> I'm trading it in for another game. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, welcome to part three, folks. This is where Ed and I give you the news. Yay. Um, this week, we talk Star Wars. Sort of. Yeah, sort I guess. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Well, we talk... Um, One well, character in particular. Okay, basically, the meat of the whole episode is Ed, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, admitted to having sex with Star Wars fans, which posed a roundtable discussion between me and Ed. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. kind of where it happens. <laughs> now, I take it for what it is, take it for what it's worth. I defy you if anybody in geek blood a fan of Star Wars to disagree with anything we might have said. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I like that. We'll see you at the end of the great debate. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.com. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Is it .com? <laughs> yes. All right, I wasn't sure. How? Ow, Ed. Ow. All right, so... It is time for the standard news. Okay, let's start with a, with a goofy story. <laughs> this is this is a story that you hear multiple times and in different ways, but you get the gist of it. It's basically a boy opens a PS4 for Christmas and gets a piece of wood instead. Oh, the classic tale. Yeah, I mean, like I I I, I know people that have like. Bought stuff at a store, brought it home, and then it was like a brick in there. Like, you know, like our. Where uh, are these people buying this shit? Well, uh, uh, like, for example, my younger brother, he bought a hard drive at like uh, um, uh, one of those computer stores. I think it was called Computer City or something like that. I forgot right. the name of it. And uh, he brought it home, and it was, it was a brick. It, it was like, like, a, like, it was all wrapped up, cellophane, like somebody took the time to do this, and it was a brick. So he brought it back, and of course, the guy at the, the counter was like, well, how did I know you didn't do it? You know, right, you right. Know, so, but this one really caught more of attention because they got the news involved. So, right. you, know, you know, it's like, but apparently, though, it was a brick of wood, not only a brick of wood, but it had a picture of a penis drawn on it. Well, that's, with a, with a, with a, <laughs> with a note, with a little note on it that I just lost here because I was laughing. Uh, says that you're a dick for buying this on the back of a truck. <laughs> Like, <laughs> From cock and balls with love is what the the note said. On. Oh, so one with the classics. That's right. Uh, apparently, they bought it at a Target there in Massachusetts. This was a, a, a youngster who bought it uh, or you know opened it up on, on Christmas from uh, Massachusetts. Um, we'll give the person's name. Well, okay, but his parents are saying they bought it at Target. Yes. So All right. uh, did, they have, the, did they have the receipt? Well, Fox News got involved and they they spoke at Target about it and. They were willing to replace the item, but with the Nathan Drake bundle pack and a hundred dollar gift card from Target to make up for the fact that there was a piece of wood, because apparently it also happened to somebody else as well. There was not just uh, once. Okay. But this also, if somebody else came forward and said, "Yes, I got one of those as well," it happened to me too. Yes. 
So apparently somebody was playing a joke. Now, whether they it was in the same area, too, with Massachusetts, by the way, that this other person. Okay. See, uh, I thought it was one of those classic kind of stories where someone, you, you ever have these moments where you're at a gas station and some guy walks up and goes, yo, dude, are you interested in the stereo I got in the back of my truck? It, you know, it's about $1,000. It's about like a $1,000 TV mm-hmm. and they don't want to take it back to the warehouse. So I got to get rid of it. Do you want it? I'll give it to you like 400 bucks. Yeah. You know, one of those kind of deals. No, no, this, was, this was all legit. This is, like I said, I, I've, I've heard people that actually happened to, but they, they bought something from a store right. and it was all wrapped up. So it wasn't, there wasn't a question of like somebody tampering with it. Right. But when they got home and opened it up, they go, hey, this is not right. There's something right. wrong with this. Now, I know stores in the past, like Best Buy, what they, they've been doing for, for many, many years now. Like, I don't know if they did this policy ever since they started open, but they have open box items where people returned it. Yeah. They'll sell it to you, but they'll give it to you a discounted price. Yeah, and yeah. They, they've, they, they've just, ooh, ow. Um, again, I've apparently too much audio no, time. I'm sorry. I'm banging my finger against the mic this time. <laughs> that thing was my ring. Sorry. Um, they've been doing that for years, though. Like, they I know, I know, I, like I said, I know they've been doing it for a long, yeah. long time. Since I've been going there, they've been doing it. And it's it's just what I, I like that policy because you know that it's an open item. There might be something missing, you know, like you right. Know, like a lot of times it was like, hey, look, um, here's a receiver, but it doesn't have a uh, remote control. Yeah, and you're like, well, you're giving me like a half-assed price. I can get up and walk across the room. I'm not that lazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. For, for save me some money, I'll, I'll 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 take you know in on it. So like so like they do that, but I've seen places where they they've actually resealed the package, try to sell it as new because. You know, they didn't really inspect it. They just got they it. They just took it and just said, okay, so, fine. You know, and I've heard, I've heard places do that in the past yeah. where they have seal, uh, uh, cellophane wrapper machines yeah. that they just stick the, the, the item in there, cellophane wraps it like it's brand new. They stick it on the shelf. Right. And, and then, then you're, you're screwed because they didn't really look at it too well. Right. So. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, if it happened twice, like the f- first time it happened, my, my first instinct is going, do you have the receipt? Because unless you, unless you have a receipt, I ain't buying that story. Yeah. You know, because to me, it sounds more like a, um, a father or mother going, I, I know somebody who got me a deal on a, you know, on a, on a PS4. Instead of paying four, you know, $300 or $350, I got it for 150 bucks, you know, yeah. off the back of a truck and then not even open it up to kind of make sure that they even have it in there. Because if you're going to buy something like that off the back of a truck, you should at least go open the package. I want to see it. Yeah. Don't just blindly go, okay. And then the kid opens it up and goes, oh, look, there's a block of wood with a penis on it. You know, and then go, we got it at Target. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Target goes, well, let me see the receipt. Well, I don't have it. It was thrown out. Like, yeah. I mean, I think when you throw a name like Target out there, Target's going to go, you know, we get a lot of shit anyway. Just just give it to them. Right. It looks good for publicity. Right. They don't mention anything about receipt, but apparently... I guess if the news, I mean, that, as a news reporter, that'd be probably one of the first questions I asked. Like, I it, doubt was this bought legitimately? You know, no. I gotta be honest. Though. I maybe as a news reporter. I mean, twenty years ago, yes. Okay. Today, it's more like, oh, what you've been slighted by Target. I'm gonna take your word for it because why would you lie to the news? When why would the news lie to America? Like we never, we always tell it. We just give you nothing but the facts. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> anything to go. Boy shamed and boy yeah. opens up Christmas gift to find not what he expected this year. <laughs> Was he naughty or nice? Tune in at eleven. You know, right, or, right. or or parents were appalled when their child opened up their pre- pre- Christmas present. Tune in at eleven. 
Could it happen to you? You know. <laughs> All right, what else you got? <laughs> well, speaking of PS4s. Yes. Uh, let's talk about video games. Uh, Fallout 4. You're, you, you're you a player of the Fallout 4 uh, yeah, there? Yes, I, I, have, I own Fallout 4, but I have yet to kind of really get play into it because I got Fallout 4, and then I got really into Destiny, and now I'm in the Lego dimension. So Fallout 4 is collecting a little dust, but yes. I am playing it. Well, apparently, this guy beat Fallout 4 without killing anybody. That's possible. Yes. Uh, actually, they, 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 the Guardian interviewed Todd Howard, who was the Fallout 4's game director, and said that, that there's def- possible. It's, it's, it's a definitely a possibility. I, I remember reading an article in Game Informer magazine um, that they, the guy did say, yeah, you can play however you want. You don't have to kill anybody. You can just sneak by them if you can. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, all right. And I think there's a trophy for it or something, or like a, hey, good for you. So, um, all right. I mean, did, they, did he get anything for it or just bragging well, rights? It's just pretty much bragging rights at this point. Um, the, the gentleman's name here, which I think is Hinky. Uh, Hinky? Yes, Hinky. Uh, they, is I that with two Ks? <laughs> no, it's a CK. Oh. <laughs> Dude. Kyle Hinckley. That's our sorry. I brought Kyle Hinckley. Yes. Apparently, he documented the whole the whole series of going going on to this game. I mean, it's a long article. I'm not. I'm just going to give you the gist of it. Obviously, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But he gives you step by step of how you could beat the game without without, really without killing anybody. anybody. I mean, of course, there is some bloodshed involved, but you don't have to be directly involved. You can connect. So you don't up, have to be. You. you could set up scenarios where. Look, I'm not saying I killed anybody. But I'm also saying I didn't pull the trigger. Right. You know, like if a bomb happened to go off in this area that I was just in and that I dropped it out of my pocket, who's to say it's my fault? But that, that he created a character basically with a very high charisma stat. Yeah. And he basically can convince humans and death calls to calm down. So that's basically like the gist of how right. he did it kind of thing. And then there, the end of the game where there's like there's a there's an enemy called uh saw here and i lost it but uh the end of the game that the 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 big big boss big big boss basically what you have to do is you have to like convince him to go into a minefield to chase you and then like Like jedi mind trick right kind of jedi mind trick to go this minefield and as he's blowing up he could heal him but you can freeze him and then eventually convince him not to kill you it's like so basically that's how he beat the, the end of the game so it's so it's it's definitely possible and uh they fail he feels though that that Though, like, the, being this game, that there should be a lot of deaths involved, but you could do it. It's just a lot harder. Well, I mean, apparently, I mean, the way it's like, it's logged in a lot of hours to play this game to do it this way. I mean, well, I mean, I do know there's like 200 hours worth of content, but I mean, to, he probably just, I don't think he went around. If he went the high charisma route, he probably just stuck with the main storyline and did none of the side quests, mm-hmm. which you can do. I mean, you can just follow, like, there's a couple people trading the game in going, oh, I beat the game. And I'm like, there's no way you beat this fucking game this quickly. Right. You did not do anywhere. You just went to, through the following. You just followed the story. And after you got done, you want the bragging rights to go, yeah, I finished Fallout. Because there's people out there who, like, my coworker, she's really into the building of your own kind of um, area. Uh-huh. And she's so into that that she's kind of, like, almost pushed away the side of the game. She's logged more hours into actually building her sanctuary than she's actually played the game. So, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's not she's playing it wrong. You can't play Fallout 4 wrong. Yeah. But I'm always 
suspect when somebody walks in and goes, yeah, I finished this game. It's not that bad. You know, it's like, I don't think you, I don't, like, I don't think you're playing it right. Like, I don't right. think that you're actually. I don't think you scratched the whole thing. I yeah. think you scratched the surface like, of playing the main game. That was it. Yeah, you did the main plot, and that's great and all. Good for you. You finished the game. But what level were you at? Like, you know, because this thing's supposed to not have a level gap at all. Level, a level top at all. Yeah. And you're supposed to be able to do a shit ton of stuff. And I don't know. Like, I just, unless that guy played it like 24-7 all the time. Like how you're playing Battlefront or how I'm playing Lego. If, if I dedicated that much time to Fallout, maybe I would be done it by now. At least the main plot. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of the, I'm a, we've already established with the Lego thing. I'm a completionist, so yeah. I want to do as many quests as I possibly can, which will take me fucking forever. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what else, Cap? Uh, Marvel has just secured the rights of another character. Who is it, Ed? It's the Taskmaster. I'll take you to task. <laughs> yes, uh, with of course he is. I think his most. Uh, person he goes against is Deadpool. Deadpool director Tim Miller would have liked to see the Merc with a Map go against the Trick Track, excuse me, Taskmaster, but uh, unfortunately the timing was off and getting the characters rights to be able to do it properly. Where was the the well, where were the rights first? They were in Fox. Well, okay, yeah, but technically oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what the director's saying, because if Fox was smart, they would have let him handle the text task Taskmaster to keep the rights to the character, but they let him last, so it now goes back to Marvel. Right. So Marvel can use him whenever they want. Yeah, well Deadpool's in the Marvel universe. Yes, but Deadpool's owned by Fox. Oh, he's still owned by Fox. Not owned by Disney. Oh, okay. Deadpool's a um, ah, mutant. Gotcha. Yeah, the time he's off because it did go back in twenty thirteen, apparently. Uh the same time Daredevil went back to uh, uh, Disney and okay, you're saying Daredevil, and then you said Deadpool. Which guy is he? Both. Well, I mean, <laughs> it went back with the Deadpool character in 2013, or the Taskmaster, da- or Daredevil. Okay, I'm confusing myself. Yes. So let me let me start all over again. Yes. Taskmaster went back to Disney with Daredevil in 2013. Okay, yeah. not Deadpool. Yes. So he has been traditionally known as a Deadpool villain. God, I hope you never make a verbal mistake again. No, no, I'm just like... Uh, you know how many times I've let things slide? No, you no, I, dude, I'm not jumping. I'm just I'm making sure that I'm following <laughs> you along. Because, because according to the article, the guy said, I would have loved to have had Taskmaster in the Deadpool movie, right. but we lost the rights yes. to it. They went back to Disney, yeah. and the way the article read, it made it seem like that Deadpool was a Disney character, and he's not. He's a Fox character still. Right. All right. Okay. So there you go. So uh, they're, where they're going to put him in the Marvel universe? They're not. They don't know. And yeah, you know, I think they'll use him eventually. I don't. Really? No. He's a no. He's a he's a third tier bad guy. Okay. I, was, I mean. I mean, they made a big deal about it because Deadpool's a big deal coming up. Yeah. But and and that it's like, ooh, guess what? We got Taskmaster. Woo! And everyone's like, who, who's that? You know, like before that article, did you know who he was? Yes, actually, okay. did know who he was. And how did you know him? Uh, through the Deadpool series and, and okay and uh, X Men. All right, so yeah, I mean, I I seen him as like a third tier bad guy. Yeah. So if he's back to Marvel, then your, Fox is never going to be able to use him. Yes. So that means Marvel and Disney's got to find a way to use him. Outside of X-Men and Deadpool, where would he fit in? 
uh, unless they kind of go, hey, he's, I mean, he's now an inhuman. Yes. You know, it'll, it'll pop up on maybe like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I, mean, you know? uh, I wouldn't be surprised. That All would right. be an interesting character to see on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right, maybe make sure the better. All right. Uh, Big Bang Theory. I know you're not a big fan late recently. Or, you know, I, I kind of fell off. Yeah. I mean, the first few seasons were great, but now. But you like the song Soft Kitty. Soft but... Kitty, Warm Kitty, Little Ball of Fur. Sleepy kitty, rubber kitty, yum, 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 whatever the fuck. Purr, purr, purr. Purr, right. Yeah. Apparently, they don't own the rights to that. They don't own no. the rights to that song. No, they do not. No, wait, first, I'm a little surprised that that's an actual song, but okay. Well, actually, it was a poem back, based in 1937. Okay. By uh, a woman named Edith Newland. Uh, she created the poem, and actually, the poem was Warm Kitty, but it's the same same lines. Okay. Okay. And uh, apparently, yeah, they uh, Fox thought they had the rights to it. They or not Fox, uh, um, CBS. CBS had the rights to it. They put music to it in 2007. Right, because that's mommy. His mom used to sing him that song when right. he was sick. Uh, but apparently, the sisters, who were the, the living heirs to, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, not sisters, daughters. Excuse me. No, no, newer, like, uh... newer Star Wars. Mark and Ellen are the you know they they own the rights to the poem. Go ahead. No, no, keep going. All right. Uh, so the, the the two of them say no that they don't have the rights to them, and they owe us a lot of money. So okay, this is this is where I'm I'm, I'm going. You get all panicky when I start making these noises because you think you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you tend to forget that the basic my basic thought is humanity is a cesspool of people. Yes. All right. So the show's been on the hot in the air for how fucking long? Uh, ten years, I think. Okay, now. They're coming out of the woodworks going, oh, by the way, you owe us money? Where the fuck were you back when well, they first here, did Here's it? the reason why. Because it's not clear if the sisters actually do own the rights to the song or if the music company is entitled to responsibility for it. The copyright laws have changed over the years, making it a clear-cut assumption of difficulty. So basically, they have to still work out who actually owns the rights to the song. So technically... CBS doesn't really own the rights to the song, but probably sisters don't own the rights to the song either. And which I get that, but they're just discovering that now. Yes. The show's been on for 10 years. I think you Warm Kitty song was in season fucking two. <laughs> so for eight years, these broads, you've either never heard of the show or didn't know, walked by a Spencer's and went, hey, isn't that our mom's poem on that shirt? Well, you got to figure. She's 1937. She made this thing. Even if she was young when she published it and yeah. had the kids. I mean, she's they got to be in their 70s now by this point or, or in their 60s at least. Like who – those old Betty's not really watching Big Bang Theory. You're probably – you know what? The, the humor in that is kind of <laughs> close to it. But all, all right. It is becoming the new Golden Girls. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just I find it a little – a little suspicious when something when something's that popular, yeah. and that kind of a I'm going to say a pop culture reference, yeah, that it kind of falls by the wayside. Like somebody, the those daughters of that woman who wrote the poem, did they ever have kids? Like, like at what point did someone approach them and go? Oh, by the way, you know that that thing, so and so, they use it on that show. Yeah, and then they went, "What? Pay us!" 
Well, like, I, I can imagine like they're walking in a in a mall or something like that. Yeah, Spencer's. And, yeah, and they see the shirt, you know, right. like because you know, they have to have shirts with the whole the whole thing. Or or the best one is they're they're at Hallmark because a lot of old people like to go to Hallmark. That's <laughs> so, like they're one of their favorite stores. They buy cards. Yes, they go like they love to buy the cards and the little tchotchkes they have. In in Hallmark, they had a soft kitty. Oh, okay. That you press the paw and it was Oh, I sing. have that. Yes. I got it at Comic-Con. Yes. But they were they were selling it at at, uh, at the Hallmark stores for a long time. Right. And so they probably went in there and go, oh, look at this cute little kitty cat. They pressed the song, <laughs> and then that's when they heard the song. Uh, you know what? I Maybe, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that would be interesting, though. I'm just kind of sitting there going, what's this do, Ethel? Boom. Oh, no, it's mom's. That's mom's poem. What? That's mom's poem. What? That's mom's poem. Which one? <laughs> Warm kitty. No, which mom? <laughs> Warm kitty. Which one? Warm kitty. What about it? It's in this kitten. Why? What song? It's not a song, Merthel. <laughs> All right, we got time for one more. One more. All right, I got to find the perfect one here, I think. Ooh, this is the perfect one to edit. <laughs> this is the one we have no comment on. Carrie Fisher. Okay. Obviously, you no, know, she plays Prisleya. You're kidding. <laughs> no, yes, I do. Apparently, she's recently admitted that she has had sex with Star Wars fan fulfilling the age-old questions. <laughs> Apparently, though, she is admitted to having sex with Star Wars fans that wanted to fulfill the fantasy of... Say one for instance. Leia, yes. Okay, my question is, when was the last time she did that? (laughs) Because I don't think she's doing it now. I think maybe back when she was at the high drunk time of her oh, life. Oh yeah, no, it was it was back in the day. Back or, in the day yeah, when you know she would like, oh what, you're a Star Wars fan? Let me do a bump of coke and then let me fuck your brains out. Yes, I'll sex for services kind of thing. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I don't know what to say. Like, uh, <laughs> like, um, oh, here, here, okay. Let me let me pose this question: if you know, of course, you were what thirteen years old. When okay, I was thirteen years old when the the infamous right metal bikini. Yes, if if that opportunity came up at thirteen, yeah, I probably never would even. Ever. Okay, say if you were twenty in your twenties when you're thirteen or eighty three. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, even if I was in my twenties, in you know, even if it was twenty years ago, yeah, I probably would have been like, sure, yeah. I mean, not like. At, being 13, obviously, if I'm, I'd be, I don't, uh, how, old, let's see, how old is she now? I think 50. Wait, there, okay, yeah. this is the question I'm leading up to. <laughs> right. I just got to cut to the chase. I'm just kidding. If she had the metal bikini and you saw her and then an opportunity came up where she goes, Hey, big boy, you want to yeah. put your lightsaber in my wampa? Yeah. <laughs> you want to see if that, if that time time does smell better on the outside? <laughs> yeah. Um, At 13? No, now. Now, my girlfriend would kill me and Carrie Fisher. <laughs> but um, what if what if your girlfriend was a free pass? <laughs> um, all clear. You have the all clear. Like everybody's like, yeah, go ahead. Go but for again, it. how old is she now? 
Like that was like that you I, you you kind of jumped my my initial question because that because I don't know that's why I have to look up. All right, um, I mean, that's kind of I don't know. Like, uh, I think she's fifty nine. Fifty nine. You're right. Oh, bam! Right on the money. Right on the money. Um, and I got a free pass for my girl. Yeah. Yeah, I give her a throw. <laughs> she doesn't even need to have a bikini. Yeah. I, mean, I, would, I would do it, sure. Number one, so I could say, dude, I banged Carrie Fisher. And seconds, so I go, dude, I banged Carrie Fisher. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, she, I gotta be honest, she really wouldn't be feeling any, like, for fantasies of mine. Yeah. Like, I, because I've seen enough co- beautiful cosplay girls dressed as Princess Leia yeah. in that metal bikini seeing the pictures of Carrie Fisher in it has the same effect that all the other women's that I've seen wearing it does. It's just an attractive woman wearing that metal bikini. You add the fact that it's Carrie Fisher that um, amps up the, you know, amps up the, the kink factor, I uh. guess you can kind of say like, obviously when I'm 13, I wouldn't even know what to do with a woman. Like I'm saying she's 59. I'm 45. So that makes her 14 years older than me. Yes. Okay. So if I was 13, she would have been 29. Wait. 28. 28. Okay, that right away would have been wrong. Yeah. If I was 20 and she's 38, I'm totally doable. All right. I mean, you know, I wouldn't expect her to still be, you know, walking out going, look, it still fits. No. <laughs> like, just the fact that I would be like, oh, my God, that's Carrie Fisher, and I get a chance to, to bone her at my 20s, anybody who's a Star Wars fan would be stupid to pass that up. Yeah. I think any Star Wars fan would be stupid to pass it up now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she. Hmm. I still think she looks great. You know, yeah. I think she aged pretty well, more so than some of the other actresses in her field today. Uh-huh. She's Carrie Fisher. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of like, as a Star Wars geek, you kind of have to... The opportunity presents itself, you say yes. It's like if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Yes. Because if you say no, something bad could happen. Like, could you imagine, like, the worst case scenario, you say no, and then God forbid something happens and she's no longer here, you can go, oh my God, I just missed the opportunity to bang Princess Leia, the last guy to have her. You know? Like <laughs> you say no, she walks across the street and gets hit by a bus. And you're like, oh my God, if I would have said yes, I could have saved the princess. Because I would have said yes, we would have went the opposite direction. I'd be waiting with that guilt forever. Like, dude, you're the guy who said no to Princess Leia and she won't get hit by a car. Always, always sleep with the princess. That's what I'm saying. Always. If you had the pre-pass. The last memory I've heard as she curls off the car in mid You should have said yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm like, what have I done? What have I done? Maybe you just stand in the middle of the street and go, no. (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think you have to. I honestly, I do. Would you? Yes. 
Did he even blink? Yes. Yes. I don't, if, if, I'm, if, if I'm married. He like, asked me that question just so I can answer the question back to him so he can say yes. He can go back. He just he just hopped in the car 88 miles per hour, but back in time to say yes twice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, ha- you kind of have to. I, I mean, like, like even if I'm married now and my wife goes, I can't believe you slept with another woman. But like, it's Carrie Fisher! It's Princess Leia! I, yeah, I, I couldn't do that to my girl. I mean, I just couldn't. She'd kill me. Not like I'd have the opportunity. Well, I'm, neither <laughs> of us had. Well, maybe we would have if we went. She was at that horror convention. And I, I completely passed on, on seeing her. It was yeah. before she even got signed on to se- episode seven. seven yeah. I was like... Our friend Dave Sippon's got a photo with her. Yeah. Like, he could have banged her. Like, <laughs> he, he might have. He, he could have. I have to ask that question now that I know, see him. It's kind of a cozy picture. She's kind of, like, leaning his hands all, like, behind, back of his head. Like, look how sexy we are together as a couple. Actually, it's she's pushing him off. <laughs> like, get this from big, behind. ugly Chewbacca away from me. <laughs> get this scruffy-looking nerf herd away from my butt. <laughs> So I mean, he could have gotten you know a little something, a little a little piece of the fissure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you have to. It's Carrie Fisher. I mean, she's an icon. It's like you know, um, yeah. I mean, you kind of have to. You know, I'm trying to think like so, it, so, so, like like it's like like an iconic star that you'd be like, no, I I, I couldn't couldn't do it. Like if you were single, like you had no problems. And a star came up to you, and you'd be like, "No." Okay, first of all, any if I was single and any famous woman came up to me, there's a fifty-fifty shot. I'd say yes. Yeah. Depending on who the star is. I was just saying, like, I like live- if it was Edith Bunker, probably not. <laughs> you know, be Arthur, oh, no. <laughs> be Arthur, no. Um, any of the cast from Golden Glo- Golden Girls, no. Um, but if you get into the, the women of Baywatch, sure. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, we <laughs> we know your yes list. I want I want to see if there's a no list. Um, yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sh- I'm sure there is. Like, I wouldn't. Uh, Joe from Facts of Life, probably not. <laughs> You're like, I'd give her a toss. <laughs> why? Because she's Joe from Facts of Life. Probably because Facts of Life. Um, I don't know how much I don't know how much credibility that would give me. None. None. Right. Exactly. Um. I don't know. I mean, like Charlotte Wright. Yeah, no, that's out. Charlotte Wright. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, she was in. Uh, what do you call it? The Sabrina Show. She was one of the. No, no, not that her. No, that's not that Charlotte Wright. <laughs> maybe I have the wrong person. Or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. <laughs> um, I, I like. I think. I mean, when I was going through my teenage years, Ed, there was a couple of starlets that definitely were in my spank bank, like Heather Thomas. I. You know, Heather Thomas, uh, Christine. Yeah, Charlotte Ray. She was, uh, uh, oh, God. Uh, oh, I'm thinking Caroline Ray. Yeah. All right, Charlotte Ray. I don't know who she is. Uh, she's the one in Facts of Life that played uh, Mrs. Garrett. Oh, Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. Oh, um, maybe maybe back when I was younger. Not now. now not, even, not, even, not even when I was younger. Really? No. No, you're right. Good point. She didn't do it. Oh, she yeah. was always shaky to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she looked like it'd be an uncomfortable hand job. <laughs> I bring, bring all the milkshakes at the voice of the yard. That's the title of my milkshake. That's the title of my book, Uncomfortable Handjob, which <laughs> by Sean. Ladies and gentlemen, the uncomfortable handjobs. <laughs> That's going to be our spit off show. 
Uh, um, yeah, now, I'm nobody from the Facts of Life. Now, you get to Saved by the Bell. Obviously, Tiffany Amber Thiessen definitely is up there. Um, the girl who went to play on Showgirls. Eh, not when she was in Saved Liz, by the Liz, Bell. Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah. Eh, yes, but after after Showgirls. Before, I didn't really like her in Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I, I didn't really like her acting in Showgirls. No one did, though, but. That um, was acting? I I assume so. Gina Gershon definitely. Jennifer Tilly sure. Um, especially even though the, uh, um, Fran Drescher totally would bang. Really? Totally would have banged. Uh, that should. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, oh yeah! Right there! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, First of all, you're doing a laugh rock. It's it's close enough. Uh, it's almost it's a variation of Peter Griffin. It's probably just more like Family Guy. <laughs> oh, and um, yeah, I didn't care because I knew it wasn't. I, I yeah, sorry, yeah, totally. I mean, in the nanny days, because she. Oh yeah, she was smoking. That. Yeah. Woo. I mean, I, and do you know that voice? She actually had to train to use that Thursday voice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, she spoke normal, and then that's they had a. I, I don't care. <laughs> that was wild. I'm trying to think. Uh, Kelly Bundy definitely. Christina Applegate. She was definitely a uh, because her and I are close in age. Yeah. So like when I was a teenager watching, I'm going, oh, I probably get a chance. Yeah. Like <laughs> she was the kind of girl I was after in high school. Yeah. Like she was she was the norm of the girls I was with mostly in high school. Um. So it was just like, all right, I'm in. Like, but uh, I never really had there. Raquel Welsh definitely totally bang her mm-hmm. even now. Like when I saw her last like, in the Naked Gun movies, uh-huh. how old how old was she there? Like in her sixties? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's definitely yeah. That's a that's a, you know <laughs> that should be on her bucket list. <laughs> I want to do a a, a no grade celebrity podcast guy. <laughs> I'm gonna pick a name at a random right now. Sean from Geeksters. What? I'd be like I I I feel obligated. <laughs> I won, sort of. <laughs> um, what about you? <coughs> Excuse me. You mean like no, like a no? Yeah, like a, I mean, well, you know, it's a, that's uh, a tough one. I'm honest; I never really thought about it until like this. Until moment. just this moment, yeah, exactly. when I asked you, yeah, <laughs> never once thinking. That he might ask me the same question. <laughs> you never really do. The, sure, so, questions like that. You know, we usually like I, like the guy. Well, definitely B. Arthur. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, Betty White. You know what? I'm fifty fifty about fifty fifty Betty White. Yeah, I think she'd be a freaking bed. <laughs> Rue McClanahan. I mean, if she plays as slutty as she does, she's dead. You know, I know she's dead. <laughs> I mean, she wouldn't put up a bunch of a fight <laughs> now. Exactly. <laughs> Just put a couple of heating pads under it. You don't know the difference. Get I mean, a little Vaseline in there. I mean, she's probably mostly bone at this point, I think. <laughs> I'm bone in a bone. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't carry well, back to this, the, the article at hand. I mean, kind of have to. I mean, if if when you do a show called Geeksters yeah. and you say no to having sex with Carrie Fisher, you should be run out of, out of town with pitchforks and torches. I mean, I think that it's... Okay, okay, well, let's go along the lines of Star Wars. 
like you know, you've seen those those girls, the slave girls in Return of the Jedi, the Twelks. They're the with, with, yeah. with the with the yeah. thing. Would you bang one of those? <sighs> what color is she? Is she green or blue? Green. Hey, okay. How about a brown one? I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> what I, color is a no? No, no there really, really is. Just, just <laughs> like what, what color is uh, green or blue? What the fuck does it matter? <laughs> well, because maybe I maybe I don't want to be I don't have the thing. Maybe I don't look Smurfs. Maybe I'm going to think fucking a blue one is like fucking a Smurf. Well, the blue ones are hot. And I think if I said no to the brown one right away, people go, "Oh, he's racist." racist yeah. No, I mean, um, <laughs> like it matters. They're all colors. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you kind of have to. Like, what if you saw a female Greedo? Okay, see now you're getting into the realms of wackiness. Yeah, because you're kind of you're taking fictional characters like not that that don't really exist. Are we talking about what? A- what if what, what if what, seriously now that okay, okay oh boy we hope the floodgate. What, what what if it was a girl that put on like a Greedo's mask? She was like a female. She had a man, you know, all the body, but she body painted herself green, you know, to match the the whole like look. I pull a Captain Kirk, sure. With the with the uh, fingers, uh, su- the suction cup fingers, fingers. Yeah, I. Again, if I was single, sure. Okay. You know, but, yeah, I mean, well, I guess when I was single, I was a man horse, so it didn't really matter. Like, I'm definitely, I would be the Captain Kirk of the show. I'd be like, gonorrhea. Herpes. You know, like, I would, yeah, sure. I mean, if she was all decked out in the Greedo mask, and I didn't get to see her face, but. I, I would have to be superficial at that point because I'd be like, I'm going basically on the visual account of what I see. Right. If I find her attractive, I mean, attractive body, I'd be like, you know, if I find her physically nice, attractive, nice then yeah, breasts. sure. I would. I mean, if we started talking and she became like the most annoying bitch in the world, I would probably pass on it. Not because she's dressed like Greedo, but because she's an annoying bitch. Okay. But if we got along great and she's like, look, I, I'm really attracted to you. And, um, uh, how about we she, use... She spoke in Rodanian only. That's the, the race of the of Greedo. I'd be... Okay, well, it'd be a little bit of a language barrier because yeah. I don't know Rodanian. Yeah. But, I mean, if she was just talking normally and we got along fine and, and I was going to make my move and she's like, look, I gotta be honest, I'm really into... I'm like the... the the furry... the, the furry version of, uh, <laughs> of... of Star Wars where I have to be in character all the time. So you can't kiss my face. If you want to kiss me, you got to kiss the mask and... You know, if you want to stroke my hair, you got to go through I, 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 like, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like, keeps opening up. <laughs> if she told me she, you had to dress up like, like a Greedo Rodin. If she told me I had to? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't, no, I don't think I could. I mean, I've done some wacky shit in my time, but I don't, I don't think I could. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. So now I'm sitting there going. Down to the penis. If I was 20, probably. I mean, I'm always up for a good story. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like now, obviously now, no, because I'm, I'm I'm off the market. Yeah. But Ten years ago, uh, probably not. I'm saying like if you know, obviously you know, like if you were, we're talking the course of right. it, talking girlfriends off the table, right? You know, um, you're single. I don't know. Like I said, okay, my natural instinct is to say no, uh. but then the other part of me is going, oh my god, this is great material for the show. <laughs> So I would have to say yes, so I can go on. Go, dude! You'll never guess what the fuck happened to me. I was at Comic Con, right? And this girl came up. She was dressed like Greedo, awesome body. 
She was a pretty cool chick. Only thing is she wouldn't take the mask off. Then on top of that, she said, I would totally have sex with you, but you got to dress up like Greedo too. Dude, I had green paint all over me everywhere. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to scream green paint off your taint? <laughs> it's impossible. I had, a, I had a mirror. I was straddling a mirror with a scrub brush and a loofah. You know, I'm still green down there. You know? <laughs> when I poop, I still there's still green in my. In the, in the... <laughs> there's green paint everywhere. Because the moment something got rubbed off, she'd be not interested. She'd have to have it back off. I'd have to be green all the time. Oh, <laughs> God. All right. All right. We're going to be tonight. That sounds good. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio those apps. And while you're at it, since if you enjoy the fine programming entertainment that Ed and I have provided you, please go to Facebook, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Also, follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And if you want to listen to the podcast version of the show, which Ed and I break down to three bite-sized pieces, and we give a little bonus material. There might be like an extra article or two, in like especially in the third part. Um, you can just click on the About section in our Facebook page to find out where you can get it, or you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or on iTunes. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geeksters, and our show will be there for you. But if you want to contact Ed on anything you may have seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back, folks. Yeah. Mm, sorry, my back's bothering me a little bit. <laughs> Seriously, like mid-back. <laughs> <laughs> see, the, the thing is that I'm laughing as a reason is because I pulled my back out yesterday. And I've been like... Like, like barely moving as much as I can. And he's like, stretching around. I was like, oh, my back's fine. It actually has been all day. I'm just more mad about it than you are. And he's like, I barely complain about anything. The moment I complain, you're a pussy. What can I say? I've been sitting down all day. My back's bothering me. Anywho. Anywho, so... um. Well, there you have it, folks. That's the news. But Ed decided to add one more article to the bunch to, for you people who are kind enough to download the episode rather than listening to it live. Yes. So uh, what do you got this weekend? Old technology. Old-timey technology. Old-timey technology. I mean, of course, now in the day and age of smart televisions and, you know, uh, uh, HD television. Or something as simple as our phone now. Yeah, our phone. Our even cell that, phone. Yeah, it's like, like all this kind of technology out there that people are still using black and white television. What? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, apparently about 10,000 people in England alone are using black and white televisions. And the reason why is, is because there's two, there's two reasons. One is because I think it's a collector's item, which I... <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, okay. Um, here's my thing: is if it's a collector's item, why are you using it? <laughs> like, because what happens if it breaks? Then that collector's item becomes useless. Yes. If it's a true, if you want to be a, a true collector's item, you wrap that shit in bubble wrap, stick it downstairs in the basement, or in your cellar, or in your attic, or wherever you want to put it, and never watch it again. 
So that way, like 30 years from now, someone can go, this used to be grandpa's TV. Why is it only black and white? That's <laughs> how we used to watch things. Apparently, though, they could still buy sets at, at, in black and white, which is kind of amazing to me because you could buy a set for 49 pounds. Of course, this is English money, not American money. <laughs> it's English 40, money. It's English money here. It's 49 pounds to buy a black and white set where it's 145 50 so it's a third of the price, pretty you, much. You're only getting two <laughs> colors. I mean, you know, <laughs> shades of two colors. After the billions you get on HD television. Um, so, yeah, so so people, you know, thinking they're saving money by buying a black and white set versus buying a color. Of course, though, with the modern technology, a lot of people with the Netflix accounts, of course, they can't stream that really unless they have a, a special hookup for their black and white sets because they don't have the, of course, HDMI cables, the RCA cables. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I would think, okay, maybe it's me, but I, I, I would start thinking outside the box. <laughs> um, I have a black and white TV, so it probably doesn't have all those fancy schmancy hookups. Yeah, I mean, maybe they do have an HDMI. I mean, it just you know when it hits the filter, the TV it just filters out black and white. I mean, that's possible. Yeah. You can wash it a color, but. I'm thinking maybe those people who watch more black and white TV have like a laptop or their cell phone. They watch that kind of stuff. Yeah, they stream that kind yeah. of stuff through a laptop rather than a TV. That's true. Their phones you know, or their tablets I mean, or so on. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm going to Google Best. I'm going to go in the Best Buy. Okay. All right. The Best Buy app because I know they sell TVs. <laughs> um, I'm going to see if see black and white television. Be, uh... <laughs> if, if, if they do, I'll give you a dollar. Because I'm going to say they don't have any. Because they, I remember back in the early 2000s, they were liquidating their tube televisions because they were doing all flat. Right. I mean, you're probably right. Yeah, I got nothing in TVs. Yeah, I mean, I got Samsung 65-inch class uh, curved television. It's only $2,000. Ooh. It's not black and white. I don't know why. I mean, unless... (laughs) You I know. mean, the first European region broadcast of color was back in 1967. So, I mean, put that into perspective. I mean, you're talking 50, almost 50 years, 49 years ago that they, they first color broadcast was done. And yet yeah. people are still holding on to their black and white sets. Yeah. You know, especially the advancement, especially in the last decade of television, you know, and, and you know, seeing it in brighter colors and HD and so on and well, so forth. now with forth. the 4K TVs. Yeah. I mean, you know, it always bothers me, though, because it's like I'll, I'll finally get a 4K television and all of a sudden the, the new, you know, whatever. And it's like to slowly the new curved multi. If you want you thought 4K was big. Try 8K colors. The eyes have never even seen <laughs> the only way to see these colors is if you lick the asshole of a certain frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you know, they, that's that's. I, I mean, I was kind of amazed when I read this article that the fact that so many people would still use a black and white set versus, you know, forking over for a color television. And I mean, that they could still, I'm like, I actually want to go to England now to see one. Like, oh my God, you know, like, you can only see them in a museum in the United States. Here's a, I'm on uh, shopping. Uh, like, here's a vintage Zenith, Zenith black and white solid state TV model. Uh, $125 used. Wow. Plus uh, $20 in shipping. No tax. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, like when we became teenagers, 
we got a television for our house, like for each one of us. Right. Like that was the, the rite of passage in our in our family at Christmas time. Like when you were thirteen, there that year, it was your year to get a television, and you got a black and white set for your room. So it was like the greatest <laughs> moment of your life. Yeah. But that was of course before cable. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, right, when we were kids, it was like um, uh, downstairs was a color TV. I think my parents had a color TV upstairs in their room. But it was definitely like a hand-me-down kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's exactly the same in my house. And yeah. then it there was I had a small, maybe ten inch. I had a thirteen inch, thing. thirteen inch black yeah. and white. You probably had thirteen. It was probably like the standard, standard, standard. standard size. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just remember being small. Yeah. You know, um, black and white TV in my room. It was kind of hard case plastic kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. With a tube. With a, the, the fake wood finish across the top of the sides. Yes. 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 Rabbit ears. Yes. And then um, it was like a, I think it was like a pull out for on and off. I think maybe no, no. I remember uh, definitely the UHF channel, the dials yeah. that you would just spin because and there was no cable. Um, though you went to UHF channels, you could kind of get certain channels, certain in. channels in. But there was always like that illegal. You weren't sure. You, Sounded like porn, yeah, but you really couldn't see the it. Screen lines, we all wavy. Yeah, you couldn't definitely see be it. a horizontal and vertical kind of flip to it. Yeah, I remember, um, you know, watching a lot of David Letterman on that TV. Yeah, when I was a kid, when I was younger. Yeah, I was saying I used to watch <clears> Step Late because as soon as I got a TV, I was able to like keep it low. You could watch late night with it, and yeah, you and, know, do different things. And I remember like. Watching Benny Hill on in like Channel Twelve, yes, you know, or yeah, and, uh, and and thinking you were getting away with something because it was slightly tongue in cheek naughty, yeah, because they always had a hot chick. That and then every once in a while, around. if you got the like one a.m. episode, there was always like a slight bit of nudity, yeah, like a slight nipple slip here and there, yeah, because it, because, it, because it, British it, television had it was more l- liberal, yeah, it was more yeah. liberal in there, and that you could have sex, but it was a lot more sex, less violent, yeah. Um. I also remember too that I don't think I ever got a colored TV in my room until I got um, my Nintendo. That's the thing when I when I first got my Nintendo it was in black and white because I hooked up my TV because I when I because I I the only way I was getting a Nintendo was buying it myself. So my first paycheck was buying the Nintendo and the okay. David system and doing it that way because I remember we would you would have like I'd yeah. had the Atari twenty six hundred. Right. But, like, we would have to hook it up to the main TV. And as soon as Dad was home, there was no video games. Right. Dad's, Dad's got their control. Think, how old were you when you got your color TV? Uh, 16. I mean, it was a few weeks after that that I bought a TV. I must, have gotten, I must have gotten mine younger. Because I remember getting it for Hanukkah and thinking, because my, my cousin was visiting. And my parents, they wrapped the present with, I had two presents. Not two, but... Um, string of presents, but two presents were wrapped in the Sunday morning comics. Yeah. So one was from my cousin, and the other one was from my parents. Uh, they never distinguished between the two of them. Like, this is from your cousin, and this is from us, because it was exactly the same paper. Yeah. So when I opened up both presents, I thought it was from my cousin. It, like, my cousin got me not only this game, but also a color TV. Yeah. And my parents were like, no, we got it for you. I was like, Oh my god! And cause that one, I remember it was it was like a, a dark, like a black and white yeah. shell. Yeah. And the tube was was color, and it was that was for my room. And then I was playing. Um, I think I played Atari for a little bit on it, and then I remember going to Nintendo on it, and it was wasn't wasn't sitting high because right. I had to sit on the floor to play Nintendo. And I remember that. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I think any TV can still become a t- uh, black and white TV. You just got to fade out the color out of it, though. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't know why you would. Yeah. I don't know. For nostalgic reasons. Maybe your atmosphere, like. I mean, it's it's pretty wild to watch because, like, I remember like like HBO they were they were showing a documentary on Nixon and it was Nixon by Nixon it was all the recorded tapes of Nixon and they would show different things that were going on and every once in a while they would have news reports of what was going on so right. like you'd have the the thing at the time though a lot of stations didn't transfer over to color right away because it was so expensive right so there's still news reports in black and white that you would see or they were recorded off a of black and white set so it was a a black and white, right. you know, thing. So it was, it was interesting to see. It was like, wow, like in the 1970s, it was like, like black and white. And like, I remember like yeah. distinctly seeing those pictures when I was a child, like back then. Yeah. I mean, I remember like my grandparents having a color TV. My parents had a color TV downstairs and one in their room. I had a black and white TV. I remember when being a little kid, being sick, watching like Gilligan's Island and Hogan's Heroes on a black and white TV. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the, the stuff that, you know, were way circulated. Um, I did get to see Batman 66 and Star Trek in color because they were on during the time I was at lunch at my grandparents. Right. So I would go across the street and hang out at my grandparents until my mom came by to pick me up and I would watch Batman and Star Trek on a color TV. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this is awesome. You know, and occasionally Hogan's Heroes and MASH and, you know, it's like, like, like we're going back on memory lane here, Ed. <laughs> No, I just remember, like, when we were kids, me and my brother, we would we would go next door to our, our neighbor. She would give us breakfast and, and then send us off to school. You know, uh-huh. I was old enough to walk my brother. We, we, we were, like, a few blocks away from the school. And she would have a black and white television in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And I was always remembered Spider-Man, the 67 Spider-Man, or, you know, 67, yes. 68. I forget what it was. 67, right. I think it was. <laughs> and it's like... Spider-Man, Spider-Man, yeah. And they would end and go, in color. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's on a black and white set. And I'm like, gee, I wish you could see the colors. Yeah, I wish you could see it. <laughs> I mean, my grandparents also having like a tiny... I, I, I mean, I almost want to say they were upper middle class, I think, in the 70s. Because not only did they have... It was a huge TV. I mean, obviously, back then, the 70s, it was a lot of cabinet... Small tube. Super, right. I mean, it was probably at the time, maybe 25, maybe 27 inch tube. But there was, it also had a stereo embedded in it with the, you know, like the record player and it had these sliding tops on it. Yeah. So like you could shut them and then, because my grandmother, we used to shut them and put like, um, when Christmas time came, all the Christmas ornaments on top of that. Um, and it had like a dial up top, you know, the the knob was actually on top of the TV, TV right instead of the with, front, with the stereo and all that. Yeah, and, and I just remember they also had like a, a real like a, a thirteen color inch color TV in the kitchen, which was maybe like twenty feet away. <laughs> like there was really looking back, no real need to have that TV in the kitchen. Yeah, but okay, I remember watching an awful lot of shitty Lawrence Welk. <laughs> it was Mash and Lawrence Welk. Uh, I, I, Lawrence Welk obviously wasn't my pick. No, no, never, I, never is. I, I, I remember like Sundays going to my my mom's Uncle Charlie's and and uh, that Lawrence Welk was on. 
And it was just like me and my brother <laughs> would find w- anything to pass the time to get away from Lawrence yeah. well because it was just like to us. Now I watch it like because my mom, like on Saturday nights, I'll, I'll have dinner with my mother or something like that. And it's on and we'll watch it because it's funny to watch because my older brother and my mother watch it on PBS. Right. And they'll know who like who this person was, where they went to college because they'll do in-between interviews. So right away I'm like, what's that dancer's name? Where'd she go to college? Where is she you know, who is she married to in Lawrence Welk? You know, it was like, like those kind of little jokes. But I just wanted to do one more thing. One more story was my dad used to tell me a story about like when his dad owned a uh, he used to uh, own a, a tap room, a bar. And they got a TV, uh-huh. and everybody in the neighborhood would come in yeah. when he was a kid and watch this little screen, this little like you know, maybe like <laughs> All two hovering inch around. screen, and they're all running around watching this. And he goes, now he goes, you know, because this is back in the eighties, you know, the smaller television started becoming yeah. the in thing, like the portable television started becoming yeah. the thing. And he goes, I remember like. We'd have like twenty people in a room to watch this little screen television. Yeah, like a three inch screen. Yeah, which is about as big as our phones, phones right now. now yeah, yeah. I, I remember like at one point, um, we had TV on. We had a, a like we had in the living room. We also had one in the dining room, like a small color TV mm-hmm. that I used to watch before I went to school. But then I got tired of watching Good Morning America because that's all it was really on at the yeah. time for me. I remember it, that got me into reading the newspaper because <laughs> you get the newspaper every day, yeah, yeah. and I would read Calvin and Hobbes my teenage years, like you know Calvin and Hobbes, Snoopy, Mia um, you know, Bloom County, yeah. like those were just like here I am in my little bowl of Cheerios eating, going flipping through the paper, like, <laughs> just going right to the back and going, oh look, here's Spider Man, you read that, <laughs> feet dangling off the chair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a professional. <laughs> Let me look at the stock markets. I'm sucking on a lollipop. <laughs> mother, oh mother, I want to see what the Dow Jones is doing. <laughs> and can you please give me an extra f- f- scoop of Fruit Loops? <laughs> mother, oh mother, can I please have the cocoa pebbles? <laughs> Sorry, Ed. <laughs> you shot me from across the room. <laughs> May I please have the cocoa pebbles because I like to have chocolate milk today for <laughs> breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Ah, memories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like this show is now, one day will be a distant memory. Yeah. But if you want to catch a show live and Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can do so on the following channels. AquanetRadio.com <laughs> iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just to drag my net radio on those apps. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter to at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Boo.